I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast number 13. Um, unlucky for some. Unlucky for some, but lucky, lucky. for me, because I get to be here, Scroobius Pip, joined by Stuart Whiffin. Hello. How's it going? It's going really well. I, uh, I've i just been reading some of the amazing feedback we've had on last week's episode. Uh, if you missed that, go and check it out. We was blessed to be joined by James Acaster, Ed Gamble, Jade Adams, Jenny Falconer. I mean, that's the, quite some lineup. The off-menu lads caused uh, more than a ripple of excitement when when they were announced as guests. So Absolutely. it's been it's been fantastic. And and speaking of excitement, um, I excitedly bumped into our, our Stop next saying guest. Excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, I was very excited to excitedly bump into our next guest, Mark Haynes, um, at the London Podcast Festival. He was he was backstage when we were doing the hardest part of the Jaw Pod Bible podcast, which was Tuesday. Tonight, jaw and hardest part of the ring. It was a wrestling podcast, so he was the perfect person to bump into. So let's hear Mark Haynes tell us about his podcast, Wrestle Me. Okay, welcome to the Pod Bible podcast, and joining us today to tell us all about his podcast, Wrestle Me, is Mark Haynes. Hello, hello, Wrestle Me, guys. <laughs> Wrestle Me, Mark. <laughs> That's how we start the podcast. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's uh, a very cheap way in uh, because basically you don't have to think about what you're going to be talking about for that first bit. Once you're in, it's easy. But that first bit, if you just shout Wrestle Me, then you feel like you've got over that hurdle. Um, <laughs> most podcasts, of course, they they spend twenty minutes, you know, telling you what they've been doing that week. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's our way through it. The words wrestle me done. Straight in. Let's Boom. go. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we should do the same thing. Pod Bible me, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Mark, we want you to tell us about Wrestle Me. Mm. What is it? Well, Wrestle Me is a podcast that I do with Pete Donaldson, who is one of the members of the Football Ramble. And basically, I have been a fan of wrestling f- since I was pretty much 12 years old. And it's been a guilty pleasure. And I mean, in, in the sort of most basic terms, I feel guilty about the pleasure I take from it because it is seen as being such a tawdry non-sport. It's the worst soap opera, the worst drama. It's a fake sport and it's it's so much better than all of those things. For me, it's like the highest form of art. It's a, an incredible mix between the real sport that they present that you have to have your suspension of disbelief in, in the same way as when you watch Game of Thrones. And then you've got this other part of it, which I'm more fascinated in, which is the lives of the performers in this fake world. And their real lives often bleed into the fake world. And it's just a fantastic mix. That's It's a soap opera that's basically been going since 1905. It's got a cast of millions. And if, if that doesn't appeal to you, there will be a man getting hit over the head with a chair fairly soon. <laughs> so in the podcast, I take Pete through each year of WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the WWE's biggest event of the year. It started in 1985. Uh, I think it's on number 35 now. And Pete has never, ever watched wrestling before. So we began watching this old 80s wrestling. We do one WrestleMania. We do about five episodes at the minute just because we cannot stop talking uh, <laughs> for each WrestleMania. And uh, we, we reckon we'll be finishing about a year and a half. And we've made a slight decision just to end it there that we aren't going to keep on going there's going to be no spin-offs so this is just this is a love letter to the greatest sport and we know that it's finite as well so we we're pretty sure we won't end up making money out of it (laughs) fantastic how did you decide upon the the format did you just want to do a podcast and you thought 
oh, what are we going to do? And you and Pete had a chat, or was it always going to be WrestleMania? Yeah, it was always going to be WrestleMania. Um, I've, I've known Pete for a long time. So we used to work at um, the indie music station XFM, and we worked there for about five years. We did the breakfast show together with uh, Alex Zane. So we knew each other really well. And then Pete had continued to work in radio, and he began doing podcasting. So obviously with the football ramble. And as the ramble became bigger and bigger and bigger, I think I, I'd sort of thought, oh, I'm annoyed. I'm really annoyed to, to sort of have missed out on that. I, I've, I'm not in radio anymore. I work in sort of backstage in TV. And I had a, a sort of feeling that I'd like to piss about again. You know what I mean? And podcasting is a great place to just mess around with your friends. <laughs> with Pete having, you know, done podcasting and everything, it made it a very easy transition. So I'd said to Pete, look, why don't we just start watching the WrestleManias and we'll see what we get. And I do think that in the early days, Pete, before we, well, I think pretty much before we started recording it, I could tell when I'd say, why don't we go and do that? Pete would be a bit like, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, I'll sort of sort out some, some time. And even on the day when we were sitting down there, I think he was a little bit like, there's only so much you can say about these morbidly obese men shuffling around a ring. But we really, really enjoyed the first one. And I think after that, Pete was like, okay, there might be something in this. I have absolutely no doubt that if we'd have recorded the first one and it had been terrible, Pete would have absolutely spiked it. Yeah. He, he has a podcast reputation to uphold and WrestleMania would have been dead in the ditch before you knew it. <laughs> it's a big commitment as well to, to actually sit through the hours and hours of wrestling it is yeah and i think there's there's a lot of podcasts that, that will do that where you'll sort of see the film podcasts or uh, things like backlisted the book podcast that is an awful a huge commitment to mm. do before you've even got that thing of going well we've got to record another episode for next week i think one of the most important things about podcasting is regularity you cannot build an audience unless you're putting something out once a week so those recording sessions once a week are a pain but the actual sheer amount of work that you have to do in advance i, I do another podcast called the the one show show with john holmes which is about the one show the nation's least favorite magazine show and we we started that because we thought the title was funny and we thought let's do a podcast about something that no one could be interested in but let's make it good and it, it is good but we have to watch two and a half hours of the one show every week and that is the worst idea for a podcast i've ever come up with because i absolutely stuffed myself with that one it's awful people forget that podcasting because it can sound very off the cuff and and sort of fluid you forget that actually the good podcast people do have to put quite a lot of legwork into getting to that point yeah and back to wrestle me obviously um the kind of the premise is that you're a bit of an expert yeah yeah um, and pete hadn't really watched much wrestling at all no no none at all none at all i mean i mean i i think it's it's one of those things it sounds like it's a conceit and oh well maybe pete had watched a bit he'd, he'd watched nothing he'd watched nothing and i i am a, a a sort of super fan I, it's the one thing i mean some people would be reading you know the telegraph in the morning i read the wrestling observer that that's just the way it's always been for me so pete really came to this world and i knew he'd love it because i think it's a as, as, a, as an odd little experiment, if you make someone watch enough wrestling, they will eventually go, wrestling is brilliant. <laughs> and it's, I feel like Dr. Frank is like, I've had this, this idea that that would always happen and I've proved it and I, I've now got a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. You're, you're in good company because um, the uh, aside from me, the other two guys, uh, um, Pod Bible, which is Adam sitting to my right, and Scroobius Pip, are wrestling obsessives. Yeah, I'm 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 the Pete Donaldson of the gang, <laughs> and uh, I have no idea. And, and they're constantly trying to get me to go to Jim Smallman's to progress. Yeah, to progress. I know Scroobius is massive on, on sort of the Brit scene as well, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it is. I mean, it's it's what it is. Is I think it's a little bit like a subculture. And I, I think of it sometimes like goths. Uh, I'm not a goth, but I look at goths and I go, I bet what they, they, they're doing is quite interesting. I bet it's quite 
fun. If I was in a pub with a load of goths, I wouldn't have a thing to say. I'd feel really out of it. But to be a goth, all you have to do is buy like two Sisters of Mercy albums. And it's the same with wrestling. You really just have to sort of go, I'll go along to one live. I think yeah. the best way to get someone interested in anything is to go, don't take it secondhand. Don't watch it on the telly where you're in your house and you can potter about. Go and see it live. And there is nothing on earth like live wrestling. It's a cross between a, a like premiership football match, a circus and a kabuki theatre. I mean, it's just the hardest thing. And there's great chance. And the fans are all really super nice. It's such a good day out. I, I can't recommend it highly enough. So in regards to WrestleMe, is it important for a new listener to start at the beginning or can you just drop in anywhere? I, I, I think you, you can drop in anywhere, but I think like a lot of podcasts, we do have a tendency to refer to the stuff that we've done before. And it's not like an academic thesis or anything. But, um, I mean, for example, we're obsessed with the, the broadcaster, Lord Alfred Hayes. He was a British guy who used to work on, in the WWE in the uh, 80s. And the problem with Lord Alfred Hayes is it, we mentioned him and we will laugh. And most people will understand that. But you don't know why we're laughing. And actually, the reasons that we're laughing are funny. He's a funny guy. He's the worst commentator in the world, is basically <laughs> right. the, the long and the short of it. You don't have to start at the start. I think a lot of people these days don't because once you get to like 40 episodes, that's a big commitment. When you're listening to the first episodes as well, you're listening to everyone finding their feet. I've never been back and listened to them. I, I, I think it would be a weird... I'd listen to it and go, well, gosh, why are you being so strange? Why is everyone so sort of uptight and yeah. addressing each other as sir? And then you, can, you can hear us bowing into the mics. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's up to you. I think the best thing to do is to listen to the last one. And if you don't like it, then that is probably as good as it gets for you. And, you know, God bless you. Off you yeah. go. But if you do like it, then, yeah, go back to the start. It's, uh, it's, it's a huge epic. But, again, you're asking for a lot of attention from people. I mean, I think we're on, we might be on about 40 episodes. So that's sort of essentially two days. So I wouldn't be surprised if people just said, you know what, I'll just have one and, you know, and then check out. But, yeah, it's not like a book. You know, you don't have to do chapter one. Brilliant. Yeah. I suppose what's interesting is people can pick and choose. There, there may be a lot of people listening who aren't wrestling fans now, but who did watch it as a kid and might have certain memories of particular WrestleMania. Yeah. You go back and listen to, to that episode. Yeah, funnily enough, I, I did notice on some of the sort of the, 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 the figures, WrestleMania 7 is a big one for us. And WrestleMania mm. 7 was 1991. And that seems to fit in exactly with people who were into it as a kid, yeah. who have, you know, moved away from it, don't really have any interest in it, and somehow have found their way back through WrestleMe. It's, um, it's nice to, we, we get a lot of feedback from people on Twitter just saying, I haven't watched wrestling uh, in years, and this has made me immediately go back and buy my subscription to the WWE Network so I can see this stuff again. And that's been really nice because the one thing we wanted to do as well, I, I love wrestling and I don't want to do something that is putting wrestling down. I don't want people to go, haha, yes, isn't it pathetic? I want people to share my enthusiasm and my love. The clearest one for me is Pete, you know, who now is well into it, bang mm -hmm. into it. But it's really nice to see everyone else picking up on that and going, I, I, hear, I hear the way that, you know, you love it. And that makes me want to love it as well. Can't beat that. Cannot beat it. Perfect. Thank you, guys. There we go. That was Mark. Um, could this be the podcast that gets Stu into wrestling, do you well, think? Well, I guess um, the, the third member of Pop Bible Team, Adam, has his own wrestling podcast. Yes. Um, There's also, a podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network, a wrestling one. I can't seem to escape it. I'm going to have to concede. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check out a wrestling show soon, I promise. Well, let's take a quick break while Stu finds an excuse to not listen to a wrestling podcast. Hello and welcome back. Okay, so we've got our first guest recommending a podcast today. And it's the wonderful Mickey Noonan from Standard Issue. Let's hear it.
We're here with Mickey from Standard Issue. Hi, Adam. Hello, uh, Mickey. We'd love you to recommend a podcast. I can heartily recommend Jess Foster Q's Hoovering Pod, which is all about Jess's attempts to be vegan-ish, is how she terms it. And she's a real foodie. She used to write a column for Standard Issue when it, we were a magazine called Hoovering. So that's where it got its grounding. And she would just go and review restaurants, but always with this really, like Jess is one of the warmest human beings you can ever meet. She really wants, she goes into everything wanting to love it, which is like the antithesis of how I approach things. So I really appreciate <laughs> it. So she's got this boundless enthusiasm for food. She just, you know, if she... The, the whole point was she'd love to go for like a Michelin star dinner, but she would eat that sweet off the floor. And it's her exploration of that and how she's trying to fit it into being more ethical. And she discusses that with a different guest each week over for some food, usually vegan food that okay. they either make or they go somewhere that serves vegan food. Brilliant. And was it recommended to you or? Well, we know Jess, friend of the show. She's amazing and she's done several things with us. And because Hoovering came from the column she used to write for us. We were on board straight away. Uh, okay. And I am also trying to sort of, I'm, I'm not a vegan or even vegan-ish, but I'm trying to be more aware of what I eat and how it's sourced and cut out meat. And I tried to cut out milk, but Oatly can fuck off. Um, <laughs> I tried, I tried. And so it's interesting from that point of view that she's not preaching. It's never preachy. It mm. is just, you could give this a go. And if it works, maybe you can incorporate it into your life. But recommendation-wise... She came on to chat about it on Standard Issue. And so I gave it a listen for research purposes and then really loved it. Great. And you've picked up some practical tips from it. Yeah. Sounds of things. Excellent. Some practical tips. I'm not eating sweets off the floor, though. Oh. I'm hoping he's going to ask if there was a recommended episode. I will. Yeah. What's happening here? (laughs) (laughs) All will be revealed. Okay. And uh, any standout episodes in particular that you'd like to recommend? Well, I'm on one. Oh, okay. Any others? No, this <laughs> no, one. I would say it's, it's a really fun one. Obviously, this is shameless self-promotion, but Jess is a really lovely interviewer and being someone who interviews it, it's very difficult when the tables are turned. But also, we just went massively off topic and I reveal some really outrageous shit in myself stories and that is well worth the oh, listen. Oh, fantastic. Okay, brilliant. Well, I'm going to go and download that episode. <laughs> and thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. There we go. That was Mickey Noonan. Thank you, Mickey. Um, who's who's next, Stu? Uh, we. I think this was one of the first ones we recorded. This was as well, and it's um, it's with Jamie East, and he's returning yes. for his second recommendation. Uh, last time he recommended the amazing song Exploder, and for his second recommendation, it's another one that fits perfect for you, music fans. Jamie, give us a recommendation. So sitting opposite us now is Jamie East of the Previously On podcast, and he's here today to recommend a podcast. So this recommendation is uh, following music, uh, which is which is uh, one of my favourite podcasts, and and this is a really different music podcast and one that's one that I've got a lot of affection for because I've never met the guys that do it, but it's a classic example of of, of podcasters becoming part of your habitual life whether you're going for a run or whether it's something you listen to as you while you while you're dropping off or whatnot and and soda jerker is for me just a really wonderful passionate enthusiastic relatively simple podcast about a subject that i love 
probably more than anything in the world, which is making music. And the guys that make it, uh, Simon and Brian, uh, Soda Jerker is the name of their, their songwriting team. So they're songwriters in their own right. And I suspect that Soda Jerker has now become far more successful than, than, <laughs> than their songwriting has, whether they like that or not. And over the years, they've, you know, they have just generated obviously a great fan base, but also a huge amount of respect within the music industry with other musicians. And that's reflected in just the amazing guests that they get. They get access that is a podcaster's dream. You know, they've had Paul McCartney, they've had Elvis Costello, they've had Diane Warren, you know, all of these huge kind of uh, huge behemoths in, in songwriting history. I believe they've had a pod Bible editor, Scroobius Pip, on there as well. Have they? I would, one would imagine. I mean, he gets everywhere, doesn't he? He's a bit like chlamydia. A few smaller names as well, then. <laughs> he gets everywhere. Uh, but, but yeah, th- and they just talk with such passion and knowledge about the process. But, you know, that's the best thing about, about writing music is that you never, you're always learning, and, and, and they're a great example of that. So, you know, they're obviously huge fans of everyone they speak to. Uh, but you can also tell that they're just intrigued to learn. So they turn up wanting to kind of soak up the knowledge that these people are bestowing on us all. And it really comes across in, in their kind of delivery. And they're not, they're not seasoned broadcasters. They're not hugely confident speakers. You know, mm. you can tell that it's scripted and you can tell that yeah. they're reading off notes. But I love that. That's what I really enjoy about it. And again, with podcasting, that's what I enjoy about podcasting is that, you know, there are, there are podcasts which are very kind of slick and very well produced, but they don't have half the heart as something like Soda Jerker has, which are two guys, you know, obviously started out quite nervous about doing it. So, so wanted to kind of write a little script yeah. when they, and then take great care in the intros that they create when they're talking up their guests. And I love that about it because it, it shows a bit of, bit of reverence and a bit of respect for the people they're talking to because they're talking to them as fans and as peers and, and as someone who loves the songwriting process. I love that about it. Yeah, I listened to the Noel Gallagher one and exactly that. You could tell that they'd written the, the intro and they so were excited like about me. Sentence by sentence. Yeah. But it was a great intro. Yeah. You know, they, they actually set it up really well. I think there's a lot to be said for that kind of punk rock ethic of podcasting where you can just get stuck in and, mm. and, 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 you know, you haven't got to be a seasoned broadcaster. Absolutely. You, you can buy yourself a, a cheap mic and, and plug it in and, and get on with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm certainly not a successful podcast by any stretch of the imagination, but people come, people ask me about making podcasts because I do radio and telly as well. And it's like, you know, podcasting is the best medium. If you, if you feel that there's a voice in there somewhere, don't make a showreel for telly. Don't send in a, a demo to a radio station. Just make your own podcast because it's, you can do it on your phone and it will be guaranteed as good as, if not better quality, as, as 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 nearly all of them out there, you know, you don't need to buy the mic <laughs> just yeah. yet. Just do it on your phone, yeah. yeah, and get used to talking, you know. And and the charm of podcasts is that it doesn't have to be slick. You don't have to edit out every breath. People are okay with swearing if you if that if that's your thing, you know. People understand that there's bumps and and twists and 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 pauses and ums and ahs. That's why people find it so endearing. There's no rules. No, but well, that's what makes that's what mm. makes podcasters feel so familiar to you is because they talk to you as if they're sat next to you and they're not uh, dictating to you. How do you discover podcasts? With great difficulty. I hate almost every single podcast out, <laughs> out there. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely despite, they are awful for discovery. They're, they're, no one yet has worked out 
I mean, it, actually, it's similar to kind of TV. In fact, Netflix possibly and Amazon Prime is pretty good at it as well. But no mm. one's really nailed a recommendations engine that actually works. You know, and that's been I've been involved in kind of the internet and stuff for the past twenty years, and it's been the problem that's that's always there because they can't remove or they can't pander to to human kind of quirks. Um, they think that because you like Adam Buxton, that you'll also like I don't know the Peter Crouch podcast. And I don't understand how that, how that is. And they just go on popularity or star ratings or listens. It's just absolute nonsensical. So generally word of mouth, quite often, if uh, someone gives a name check to a podcast within a podcast that I like, I'll take that as my recommendation engine, which is why, you know, it's like podcasts, which is why ad reads are so successful. If people, you know, someone's recommending you and talking to you about, I don't know, it could be a mattress, but it could also be Squarespace or one of those kind of other brands that, that are synonymous, a shaving kit, which is no use to me whatsoever. But yeah. all of those kind of things, I listen to them because they're, they're, they're delivered in an interesting, unique way. So any kind of recommendation that comes from someone that I respect mm. will always get more credence than, than, oh like this you might also like this having said that you know the sheer volume that's out there in terms of people listening you know with something like previously on it really exploded when both apple and spotify shoved it on the carousel yeah you know it was like oh my god this really works so it doesn't work for me particularly well but it certainly is working working for some people out there great There we go. That was Jamie East recommending Soda Jerker. And I can't recommend enough that you just go and have a look at their list of previous guests. They've had such a who's who of like real top, top names on there. Absolutely. As someone that has a, a podcast that interviews musicians and uh, just when you think you've, you know, you, you've, you've got a real good guest and you just cast yeah. your eye over there and it's like, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They've had some names. Um, well, Thank you all for tuning. I mean, thank you to all of the contributors um, each week. We did, we always forget to mention yeah. that. but And to you listeners, obviously, thank you for spreading the word and continuing to tune in every Monday. Um, we love hearing from you on social media. We're at PodBible on all the platforms. Um, and the website is podbiblemag.com. Obviously, we've started off as a magazine, so you can go and read all previous issues. You can order back issues online. You can read our blog. And you can get in touch via info at podbiblemag.com. Right, let's get ready to rumble with this outro. Whew. Let's go. Can I read it in a wrestling um, announcer yeah, style? Yeah, that'd be nice. Pod Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. Have you ever seen any wrestling? No, <laughs> I sounded like a tan crier whilst yeah, I was doing it. Really did. <laughs> we'll be back next week. See you later. Bye bye.